Welcome back, everybody, to That's Entertaining. We are glad that you could join us again this week. Uh, Justin and I are now talking about what we've been entertained with recently. Um, well, Justin, how about we start with you? All right, Nathan. Uh, I have been doing... Uh, I've been playing a lot of Dragon Age, I'm not going to lie. I'm loving it still. I, I'd barely gotten into it last week, but I've been playing quite a bit. I'm 11 hours into it now. Nice. So I, I'm doing all the side quests. Um, I don't think I've really progressed the story a whole lot. I just I just did like my first story mission in like five hours today because I've just been doing every all the little tiny side missions. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a great game. I'm really I'm I know I know it took you like 110 hours to finish your first playthrough. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll be able to. I'm hoping I can finish the campaign faster than that. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll have the the legs to finish that. Uh, I mean, I, I've got eleven hours in. I've had the game for two weeks. If I put in a hundred hours, it might take me like two months to finish this game. So I'm not sure if we'll build how uh, they'll hang on that long. Oh, it's it, it's it's so good though. It'll put its hooks in you, and then you'll won't want to stop playing. That's true. It is the only game I want to play right now. I I haven't played much else. The only other game I did play was Metal Gear Ground Zeroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you into the Metal Gear series at all? I am. Uh, so when I had a PlayStation, like play, PS1 back in the day, uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, was one of my favorite games back then. Um, so I played through that in VR missions and 2, but then it kind of I, I kind of fell out of the series. Um, but I did play Ground Zeroes uh, because I heard it was bite-sized, just kind of small. Uh, something easy to play. Yeah. But yeah, I played that. Oh, what did you think? I like it, honestly. Um, I know that some people kind of scoffed at it because, like, you know, it's really short. You can beat it in a matter of minutes, yeah. really, the actual story part. Yeah. But it's not built for just that. It's kind of built to go back and play again and again uh, with the different scenarios it gives you. So uh, I, I appreciated it for what it was with that, and I actually recommend it as long as people can understand what it is absolutely i i'm a big metal gear fan i um metal gear the original on ps1 is probably one of the best games i've ever played you know the ps1 was one of the first systems i actually got to play a lot of games on and that was a great memory for me i i you know i played uh the vr missions and uh, mgs2 and I love the M- MGS3 uh, mm-hmm. Snake Eater. Um, I didn't have a PS3, so I never got to play uh, number four. Uh, I did play it a little bit on PS Now, actually. I rented it, um, but it just wasn't the same. I could tell I was playing an older generation game, so I didn't play mm-hmm. as much of that. But yeah, I love uh, Ground Zeroes. I think, I, I mean, I was being really careful and sneaking around and. I think it took me an hour and 17 minutes to finish the that one first mission with the story. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I'll definitely be going back to... Because uh, there's, I mean, there's big parts of that base that you actually don't explore at all if you don't need to. So I'll probably mm-hmm. wander around, um, find some extra entertainment in that base. Yeah, I really enjoyed that because there's some goofy scenarios and stuff that they throw at you. Um, which... If you know Hideo Kojima, he kind of does a lot of that crazy stuff. Um, in fact, there's one mission 
Uh, never mind. I'm not going to spoil it to you. When you get to it, I want to talk to you after you've completed all the missions. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. But uh, we we could actually probably do a whole episode on talking about married, uh, not uh, talking about Metal Gear Solid too. Absolutely. Um, that's it's that's a good a good universe really. Uh, like you, I so I had a PS3 and I actually bought on launch day Sons of Patriots. I think that's what it was called. Um, Sons of the Patriots. Yes. Metal Gear Three. Or four. Uh, I bought the limited edition of that one actually. Oh okay. But I never played it. Uh, I bought it, but never played it. Um, and then on GameCube, I played through Twin Snakes on that, which was the GameCube uh, remake or up-res version of Metal Gear Solid, the PS1 version. Yes. So that was really cool. Uh, they kind of just updated the, the graphics a bit and added some cutscenes and things to it. Um, but yeah, Metal Gear, that's a good series. Uh, and when he was in Super Smash Brothers for the brawl, I was excited about that because he, <laughs> uh, what's his name? I want to say Metal Gear Samus, but it's not Samus. Uh, what is his name? Solid, Solid Snake. Yes, yes. Uh, he's <laughs> I couldn't think of him for a minute, but he's one of my favorite characters just because he's got a lot of interesting backstory to him if you look into the the lore of it and all. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I really enjoy that yeah. game series. My uh, my single complaint about that about Ground Zeroes and uh, what apparently is going to be in Phantom Pain uh, MGS Five is I I do not like the voice. Um, uh, what's his name? I'm trying to think of the guy. He, Kiefer yeah, Sutherland. I I'm so used to that iconic snake voice. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been five six games if you're including like some of the side stuff. And to switch up that voice, I wasn't happy about it, and I thought it wasn't going to really matter to me, but it, it bothered me a little bit in the game. He barely talks yeah. in Ground Zeroes, but if that's what I'm going to expect in uh, the new one, I, I'm a little dis- disappointed. But yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to have him have Keith Sutherland do it. And was was the name of the other guy? Was his name David Hader? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Do you know the backstory as to why he's not doing the voice anymore? No, I, I think it's been pretty close-lipped, actually. I think people are a little curious what happened. I mean, it, it's very strange to voice the same character for over a decade, and then, you know, I, I'm well, I'm assuming it might be one of the last games in the series to get to switch the voice actor. I don't know if there was a falling out, or... I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's just Hideo Kojima being a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and um but yeah it was a little disappointing but um i'll move forward it's still a great gameplay and fun crazy story yeah uh so i i played that those are that's really it i played that in dragon age uh <laughs> well with dragon age you can't fit much more <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh i'm still watching little star wars clone wars uh not much to update there i just working my way through it i'm still enjoying it i'm still in season one so and then um, nice. I, I I like you did pick up the Guardians, uh, Blu-ray last week. I finally mm-hmm. got to watch some of the features uh, that were on the the Blu-ray, and those were a lot of fun. Uh, there in particular, I really liked the one. My fiance actually liked watching the one talking about. Uh, they do a whole skit on how they made Rocket and how they made Crew and how the actors worked around you know not having a physical person there and. That was very interesting. 
the there was an extra in there for the next Avengers movie. That was a little bit mm-hmm. of a letdown. Uh, I don't know if you watched it yet, but it's really just a really short behind the scenes kind of thing, talking about how they're filming all over the world. So, right. But uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to watch that yet yeah. online. I I will say the this. Special features on just the movie are a lot of fun to watch. Nice. I'll be looking forward to those because I always like to watch the features after I watch the movie again. Because uh, usually features, unless they have like a a making of feature that's like half an hour long, they're usually just about you know ten fifteen minute little bites. So those are kind of nice to watch after you watch the movie just to get a little bit more uh, into what they did to make it. Absolutely. So what have you been up to, Nate? Well, uh, as you mentioned, I put 110 hours into Dragon Age, <laughs> and I completed the story. So that's what I've been uh, doing with most of my uh, game time right now, is just been trying to play through some Dragon Age. Um, I got most of the achievements on it. I missed one story mission because there's a missable one that you can get in there. Uh, so when I play through it again, I'll have to make sure to pick that up. And it didn't give me the achievement for killing all the dragons. There's one called Dragon's Bane, um, which I I completed the game uh, quest, but it didn't actually unlock the achievement for me, which I was looking afterwards uh, on the different forums and stuff, and they said that that is an issue, uh, but it's not in a single playthrough. So you can go back and in a different playthrough and slay another dragon and get the achievement. Mm. So right now I'm sitting at a 9 out of 10. So hopefully I'll uh, get that last one and get that achievement. Then um, I started a new character because after you play a game for 110 hours, you immediately want to just start from the beginning (laughs) again. Um, So I started a new character. My last one uh, was a uh, a female warrior uh, two-handed weapons person. Uh, and I chose the Templar specialization. Uh, this time, I rolled a female elf archer. So I'm thinking that'll be a little interesting because I'm going to be setting back and hope that the tank can take the aggressors and not have people come after my elf. <laughs> uh, because I've played through it so far about maybe four hours in this character, and I like it. Uh, being able to kind of snipe the the characters from the other side while you watch the battle. It's a completely different perspective than uh, what I was used to with the other uh, other character. So it's pretty neat. Um, and because I'm an elf, I've been giving a lot more dialogue options because um, different societies or uh, organizations in the game view elves differently than they do humans. So it's kind of interesting to get the the other perspectives in it. Um, and I'm looking forward to that, which makes me wonder, like, how how much more options are there? Because you, can, you know, you can play as a kunari, uh, you can play as a dwarf, uh, you can play as all these different, you know, species or classes. You kind of have a lot of different options to choose from when it's all said and done, and that's that's how you can easily sink a thousand hours into this game. <laughs> I put one character 110. I can only imagine if you try to go through and you want to just experience everything this game has to offer, you would easily put in a thousand hours. But so I bought it uh, um, physically originally. I bought the deluxe edition, um, but Xbox Live had a sale recently, and it was available digitally. 
And so I actually go ahead and I went ahead and bought the digital version. It was like thirty thirty nine dollars, uh, and sold the other one to a friend for forty bucks. So after tax, I paid forty one something, and I uh, sold the physical copy to him for uh, for forty. So I just pretty much converted over to digital on it, um, and I figure I'll never want to be without the game. Because it's one of those things where I can be like, you know, I want to go run a do a little quest right there now, or I want to go do a, a quick little, you know, side mission. Uh, so I can always just hop it in there and go do it. So I figured might as well have it digitally, so that way I can always have it. Um, but uh, you, mentioning the Xbox Live sales, there have been a ton of things on sale on Xbox Live. So as we record this. Uh, this is the Saturday before New Year's, and uh, they have been having a sale this current week and the week before, I think 15 days or so leading into the New Year. They'll have a new deal every day, and they'll have a, uh, a weekly deal that changes up into uh, New Year's, uh, which they do weekly deals all the time, but these have been crazy good deals. So I don't even know how much digital content I've gotten so far. I I picked up uh, Trials, uh, whatever that new one is called, the new Trials game. Yep, yeah, I can't think of the name of that right now. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, but I picked that up, and I picked up, uh, what's Fusion. it called? Trials Fusion. Fusion, yeah. <laughs> there's there's so much, uh, so many Trials games. I think there's three of them now. The yeah. first one, then Evolution, and now Fusion. Um, but I picked up, uh, also, I can't, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Um, give me one second while I actually look it up. I'm going to pull up my billing information from Microsoft just so I can <laughs> see Uh-oh. what we have. Um, but I, I'm not sure, has, has PlayStation had any, uh, pretty good sales? So I, that's actually interesting you brought that up because PlayStation had, uh, sales the four weeks leading up to Christmas and there was a different sale every week and I ended up picking the same thing I fell into the that's how I got ground zeros actually for okay I think 70% off you know it you know it cost me less than seven bucks yeah they had it for six dollars I remember on Xbox yeah uh, so probably a lot of the same sales uh, but yeah they had those all leading up to Christmas and I'm not sure if they're doing New Year's sales uh, we'll get into this later, but I wouldn't know about their sales since I can't log into PSN right now. <laughs> yeah, that's another discussion. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, so I have it pulled up for the stuff that I've purchased recently in Xbox. Um, this wasn't uh, on sale, but uh, it was on sale because I had the VIP membership. But Forza Horizon 2 had an expansion called Storm Island. Usually it's $20, but if you have the uh, VIP membership... It's actually half off, so it's ten bucks. So I picked that up, and I actually played a lot of Forza Horizon Two today. Um, just that Storm Island content. I was on there probably for a couple hours playing. Uh, and then I also bought the Telltale Game of Thrones. Um, the first episode was five dollars, and then the season pass was twenty. And little did I know that just seventy-two hours later. This would all be on sale, the, uh, the Game of Thrones. Because right now, there is a Telltale collection for $55 that has all of the Telltale games. So Walking Dead 1, 2, 
The Wolf Among Us, Tales from the Borderlands, and Game of Thrones. All of them with all their season content for $55 on Xbox wow. right now. That's a really good deal. That's Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And the individual stuff is on sale as well. Uh, but when I picked it up, it was not on sale. So I paid 25 uh, for Game of Thrones when I could have uh, waited and gotten it for a discount because I think it's uh, $20 total right now if you if you buy it right now. Um, and then I also picked up the Tales from the Borderlands, which I mentioned that. Um, and that looks pretty interesting. I'm kind of excited to go through it, but I just I haven't dedicated the time yet. But all the reviews are really good on it, uh, so I'm excited to kind of see what it's all about. I haven't played any of the Borderlands games, so I don't know anything about the world of the lore. But from what I understand, if you haven't played a Borderlands game, it doesn't matter. Because you can just go in and it's good stuff uh, as far as writing and everything like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear what you think about that. I, same thing with Mui. I've never played uh, any of the Borderlands games. But I'm not interested in the Game of Thrones uh, Telltale game. At least not yet. I just, I'll stick with the show for now. But the Borderlands game mm-hmm. did look really interesting to me. So I'm really curious if you like it. I've heard it's actually really funny. And usually... Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I've heard too. I'll be honest. Usually, I don't like uh, video game humor. It, you know, it's sometimes it can be cheesy or childish. So I'll be interested if what you think of the humor in that game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to to seeing how they do it because, like you said, I'm not a huge fan of video game humor. Except that the one game that I thought was genuinely funny because of the writing, actually two games, are Portal One and Portal Two. Uh, that had some pretty funny stuff. Have you ever played those games? I haven't. That's a uh, dark mark against my uh, uh, <laughs> geekiness. But uh, yeah, I haven't gotten to play those yet. If you ever get around to it, those are definitely worth your time. Um, I also bought, I mentioned Child Fusion, uh, Child of Light, which I I didn't know a whole lot going in. I knew that a lot of people enjoyed the game, um, and it was Game of the Year contender in some some markets. So I kind of went out into some of the communities and pulled around to see what people thought of it, uh, and I went ahead and bought it. It was seven fifty. Uh, I'm thinking that it's going to be a good, a good game for seven dollars fifty cents. Uh, if even if it's not, it's not like you're out, you know, sixty bucks or something like that, like a full game. Yeah. Um, but I think that's that's all I've bought for now, actually. But I was considering buying uh, a new, a new game that was on sale today. Dance Central Spotlight. <laughs> I I kind of enjoy the motion games. Yeah. Uh, they're fun, like when you have people over and things like that. Uh, it was like five dollars. Um, so I was thinking about picking it up. I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. Uh, oh, and I also got. It was on sale. It's a golfing game on Xbox. It's kind of like Hot Shots. It's called Power Star Golf. Oh, okay. Uh, I picked that up. That's pretty fun. I I enjoy. Th- the, the golfing game in that. It's it's not like it's Tiger Woods, so it's like really serious and everything. There's like guys talking like this, and he's going up to the putt. There's none of that. So it's just, you know, kind of like hot shots, crazy stuff happens, um, and it's pretty pretty enjoyable just to play it. So that was uh, 10 bucks I think. Um, but yeah, that was definitely worth it. But there is, like I said, if, if you listen to this uh, before the sales are over, 
uh, definitely check out the sales on Xbox. There's actually, if you have an Xbox One, there's a new tab that says uh, what's on sale. And it has everything listed in there. There's video content, uh, like for the movies. And there's also game content listed in there. Um, you can also go, I always visit MajorNelson.com. And Major Nelson usually puts the deals in there. Yeah. So, but, uh, so that's the Xbox Live sales right now. Um, but I also have another uh, little update for Amiibos. Oh. So, <laughs> last time we talked... Toys R Us said that they had canceled my pre-order for my Amiibo, uh, the Lucario one. And then a couple days later they said, oh, there was an error. This, we don't know what happened. We're going to try to make things right for you. Um, so they sent an email that said, hey, you can pre-order them again, and they can actually order uh, two of them, and we'll give you like a $2 discount. So that's what I did. I'm sorry, my dogs are barking. <laughs> no problem. Uh, but anyway, that's what I did as I, I did the, uh, the discount and it was like ten ninety nine instead of the thirteen ninety nine that they usually charge. Um, so I got my Lucario ordered again, so we'll see if it actually comes through this time, but I did go and I think I did this before we last talked too, but I, I put my dollar down to get, uh, the card for the in-store re, uh, reserve too. So if the online thing falls through, hopefully the in-store thing stays working right. Um, and then I also have two of the new ways finally showed up. Or, sorry, three of them did. Uh, I got Little Mac, Zelda, and Diddy Kong now. Uh, they were in the new the new set, and they finally showed up for me. So uh, that's my little addiction update uh, of the week. <laughs> so oh, so um, this is a planned weekly addiction. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully not. But in case it is, yeah. uh, there we go. Um, but I also just want to let you guys know who are listening to the podcast that um, the podcast is available on iTunes as of now. Uh, that's the only actual outlet it's on right now. But we're working to get it on Stitcher. And I know that there's a, a couple uh, apps on Android and Windows Phone that you can just type in the feed into the podcast uh, selector. And it'll update automatically. So um, the feed we can have, we have, uh, um, let me see if I can actually tell you what it is. It's that'sentertaining.net slash podcast slash feed.xml. So if you have a podcast provider that is not iTunes or Stitcher and want to just put the feed in, just put it in that address and it'll pull it down for you automatically. So I don't know how good that of a use that's going to be for you now because you're already <laughs> listening to it. But hey, it's out there. Uh, so now, if if you ever want to change devices, uh, you can easily put it in there again. So that's that's the gist of what I've been to uh, up to anyway. So Justin, what else has been going on? Oh well, we're gonna get into some news. Uh, well, we talked about this a lot last week—the big interview, uh, the movie uh, mm-hmm. controversy. Well, they did re. Uh, Release it this week. They released it on Xbox, YouTube, and they had a Sony site that was doing it. A, a few, like, it was kind of a weird, like, random selection of outlets, actually, from what I thought. Um, mm-hmm. And noticeably missing was the PlayStation Network. Um, though yeah. I did see that they were planning on releasing it on there. They're probably just trying to boost up security before they do that. 
I'm sure they're a little concerned about that, but it released um, this week, and it released in... Th- I know it made a million in the theater releases, because it released on Christmas Day to a select full of theaters, and I know they announced that it made a million in theaters, which is pretty good for a limited release that they had. Mm-hmm. And uh, no word on what their you know, results, sales for digitally. I don't know if we'll ever get that information, but uh, it seems like so far so good. I mean, they ended up releasing it. I think it's a good thing overall. Uh, it's not really my... I, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to rent it, but uh, I'm glad it's out there. Yeah. It made, according to Box Office Mojo, $1,040,000 on the 25th. Uh, they don't have anything up there for the weekend yet, obviously, but uh, that's not bad for being released, you know, in a very, very limited number of screens. 331 uh, screens total for one day of showing. And uh, being a holiday, I mean, a lot of people might not have been out to go actually see a movie. Uh, yeah. But I'm wondering what it'll actually do this weekend as far as people going to go see uh, the interview. Because I know the VOD offering makes a lot of people would rather spend six bucks just to stay at home and watch it, which I... I would like to see that kind of thing happen a lot more often, where they have VOD day and date with theater releases. I know, obviously, they'll make a lot more money um, from ticket sales, and theaters will obviously make more money from concession sales uh, if they don't do that. But, you know, a lot of times, some movies you don't necessarily want to see in a theater, but you want to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway, I, I like that they did that with this at least. I know that there's been a couple other movies recently that have done that too. Um, it's a trend that I would like to see continue. Obviously, this is a, a completely different situation. Um, but it's it's interesting just to see how this whole thing... Need, they need to write a book or make a movie <laughs> about this whole thing. You know, once the facts are all out, that would be the most... That would be the best thing to do, is right, is make a movie about this movie. <laughs> yeah, that would uh, that'd be very interesting. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, but as you mentioned, noticeably missing was the Sony uh, side of things. But even if they would have decided to show it, do you think that anybody would have been able to watch it on PlayStation? Oh, uh, it's uh, funny you bring that up because I think the answer would be no. <laughs> uh, is so I have a PS4 and I know. So here's. I, this is the story I've heard is Lizard Squad, the infamous Lizard Squad uh, hacking group. I think they hacked both Xbox and PlayStation a month ago or maybe two months ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought both of the, the um, services down. And I think they announced then that they were going to do the same thing on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, uh, both services were down on Christmas Day. Uh, I think I actually tried logging in on Christmas Eve on PlayStation. It still wasn't working. Or had it stopped by then. Um, So, yeah, it was a big DDoS attack. Um, I don't think a lot of information has been released about it from Microsoft or Sony. Um, Just a lot of sorries and apologies. And uh, As far as I know, Microsoft has gotten their services up uh, yesterday. Yeah, I was playing... Uh, playing some matchmaking in a couple of games today, uh, and yesterday I was playing something in the evening. But most of 
most of yesterday, I think. Still down. Uh, I think I think it was up most okay. of yesterday. Yesterday was Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. My my days, I, I lost my days. <laughs> uh, so yesterday was Friday, and then I played mostly Dragon Age on the twenty fifth. So. Uh, it was all single player. Yeah. So I, I wasn't really concerned with the rest of the world not being able to not play when I, as long as I could get to Thetis. That's all I needed to do. Yeah. I had seen it. It was down on Christmas Day, and I, I wasn't surprised. And it didn't bother me too much. I mean, it always bothers me. I think it's a shame that we have to, you know, be at the hold of, you know, these hacked groups. Um, but as of today, uh, Sony is still down. Um, mm-hmm. I, there's reports that it's up in Europe and up in certain territories, but I know for myself it's been down for most of the day. I haven't checked like in the last couple hours, but uh, at this point, I'm you know whatever. It's it's very upsetting. I I had a little scare today. I tried logging into Dragon Age this morning and it couldn't connect to the EA servers because that's through my PSN account, and it was just mm-hmm. sitting there spinning and spinning and probably spin for at least four minutes. And uh, I was, I was, even my fiance is like, "Hey, are you are you gonna be able to play this game?" I was like, "I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared." But yeah. and uh, she, you know, she doesn't know a whole lot, and she's like, "Are, are you gonna get your money back?" And I was like, ah, "You know, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I assume I'm hoping you know I'll get some, maybe an extra PS Plus game next month or something because it is a hassle. It's annoying, and it's yeah, we are." We are paying for service 365 days a year, and if it's not mm-hmm. there, it's not there. See, back back when PSN went down for the long time, it was down for like a month uh, or I think, so. Yeah, back in yeah. PS3 days. So back when PS3 PSN went down back then, it was a it was a free service, yeah, completely. Um, but now you have to pay to play multiplayer on PlayStation. Um, plus, you get the free games. So a lot of people subscribe to PS Plus because it is, admittedly, a good value uh, for the free game collection that you get. Um, but now, with with it being a paid service, people kind of expect it to be a little bit more yeah. functional, right? I don't think that the community is as forgiving now that it's a paid service as they were when Absolutely. it was a free service. Um, so... You can kind of kind of understand uh, a lot of I've seen a lot of pe- things on Facebook and Twitter, people being upset about it. But at the same time, why why not just you know watch a movie, spend some time with your family, play some Monopoly? That, that, was, that was the big thing for me. <laughs> you know, is, uh, the last couple of days I've been crazy busy with family, and I haven't had a whole lot of time to even play. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I think we're actually, but we might be fortunate in that. that I you know I think it's. I can't imagine, you know, there's probably some people out there that all they have is video games and it might suck to not be able to play, you know, on Christmas Day or, um... That's true. I mean, you you get a new game or something like that and you want to play it, obviously, or you get a new system. Like, a lot of people I saw got, like, a Vita or a PS4 and they were like, hey, is this broken? Is this supposed to be like this? Not being able yeah. to access, like, there's a, a an update that you have to download right away on both of those systems and you couldn't get to it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I can't imagine like you know getting an uh, Assassin's Creed Unity or something, you know one of these mm-hmm. notorious you know notoriously um, broken games and you can't download the patch. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, does is Xbox? Are you still tied to a gold account for like Netflix and streaming services? 
Uh, for Netflix, no, they changed that recently, so you don't have to have Goldflix to get to it. Goldflix, okay. <laughs> Gold account to get to it. They should have actually called it that. People yeah. just had it for that. Um, but I'm not sure about Hulu or other streaming services like that. But I know Netflix now you don't re- doesn't require it. Okay. Um, I'd be surprised if Hulu required it, um, or HBO Go or any of those yeah. other apps. Yeah, I was just curious about that because that's one thing. Even though PSN was down, I was still able to access my Netflix, which that would have been the that would have been a big problem with me. You know, because that's that's mostly what we use to watch t- television is Netflix, and mm-hmm. on our PS4 now. So, but no, that worked just fine. So, so quick question for you. I just want to know: Do you understand what happened? Like how how the do you understand the process of a DDoS attack? Well, I know you probably know more, but I'll, I'll try to I'll, I'll shoot at you what I think it is, and uh, you can correct me. But as far as I know, just you know, baseline is that a DDoS attack is uh, people sending you know I don't know if it's millions or thousands of requests over and over again to the servers and pretty much overloading them so they can't operate in a functional functionally. Is that is that close? <laughs> Yep, that's, that's pretty pretty much accurate. I would describe it as, uh, let's say you have a straw, and you have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and you want to try and stuff that peanut butter and jelly sandwich down a straw. <laughs> that's not going to happen, yeah. because there's just so much there, and it, it can't, can't yeah. do it. So there's an overload. So that's pretty much what happens, is that it's a distributed denial of service attack, I think is the actual oh, okay. uh, name of it. So... Uh, when that attack happens, they target a server that accepts these requests, and then they send so many packets to it that the actual packets or uh, requests that are trying to get to that uh, server are then either waiting in line, and once you wait in line too long, you drop your request. So, like, when you, when you see on PlayStation 4, the little circle, uh, the little loading thing, that's trying to send a request out to PS, uh, PSN at that point, to get the data back, when it, uh, it won't be able to get that, there will be a timeout that's caused because it can't get it within the time frame, uh, and then that'll deny the actual service request. Okay, yeah, that makes that makes sense. That's you know kind of what I've seen before, and it makes it makes sense, and it, it kind of sucks that it almost seems like an easy way to overload a system, and there's probably not really a good fix for that. Yeah, again, we're just at the fate of these, you know, people who are good at this stuff. And I, ha- I have seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you followed at all. Like, there's this whole finest squad that's uh, supposedly another group of hackers that are exploiting the names and uh, addresses of everyone on Lizard Squad. And that's that's funny. You that's a whole that. other like crazy thing. You know, it's welcome to the 21st uh-huh. century. <laughs> There, there was an article posted today, um, I think by Business Insider, um, that actually said that it was anonymous. The the hacker group anonymous said that uh, Finest Squad and Lizard Squad mm. are the same thing. So that's just like a little thing that they got going on on that side, uh, but because Lizard Squad tried to say that. Uh, Anonymous was working with the FBI to, f- to find the Lizard Squad. Yeah. Anonymous got ticked off at him and said, yeah, we're not working with the feds. We don't do that. But now we're going to fight you. 
<laughs> so anonymous is actually gonna gonna legitimately uh, cyber hack or do the cyber warfare on the guys of Blitter Squad, and I would be more afraid of anonymous than any other group because those guys are legit. Yeah, they've been very prolific in the last. I mean, probably for four years, or I mean, probably a lot longer than that now. But um, as far as being in the news and I'm. I mean, they always, they, yeah, you're right. They seem very legit. They know what they're doing and they usually aren't, they're not on the bad side of things. You know, a lot of stuff that they're doing is illegal. Yes. But they seem to actually maybe be the good guys. Um, some, sometimes. So yeah, I wouldn't be on, I wouldn't want to be on their bad side. You can't always be good or bad. Sometimes you have to have gray. There you go. So, but yeah, uh, so when Lizard Squad decided to do a DDoS attack on Tor, that's when Anonymous kind of got into <laughs> the, the thing. Yeah, like oh, take down the video game websites, but don't mess with uh, don't mess with this. Yep, very interesting. Well, so that was that was an interesting little bit of news uh, with the the hacker yeah. group, but um, kind of unrelated, just uh, still kind of broken gaming related though. <laughs> Halo Master Chief Collection came out. I think it was in November, early November, um, and it released to not so great multiplayer, uh, and it had a lot of issues that they had to resolve with matchmaking and things like that. I don't know if you kept up with any of the news that kind of was uh, circling with Master Chief Collection or not. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, the bigger picture seemed to be that it was broken. It was broken for a long time. And- from what I've heard, it's fine now, but I think there's still a very bad negative image around this game. Right. So, yeah, I was playing a little bit today, and it was fine. Um, it was to be expected matchmaking times, what I would typically expect to see. Um, but because of that, they're actually going to release uh, to people who had OD or had played uh, Master Chief Collection before, I think it was last Friday. Uh, they'll get a free copy of ODST. They're going to actually release that uh, in the same way that they did the Halo 3 game. They're going to do the little bit of the uh, up-resing and everything to it and release that campaign, uh, which ODST, I don't know if you know, uh, it was released on Xbox 360. Uh, it was an expansion to Halo 3, uh, but it didn't center on Master Chief. It centered on uh, a group of ODST which means orbital drop shock troopers. Um, so it's it's a different type of game. Um, a lot of people kind of didn't like it because it was completely different pacing. Uh, a, and a, you're a different person. You're not the Master Chief. You're just a random ODST soldier. Um, but I thought it had a really cool bit of storytelling in it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing that and playing through that again because that, that's a game that I hadn't played in a long time either. So, and also they're going to, I forget the name of the map, the name of the map, but I want to say it was Relic. Uh, They're going to release another uh, Halo 2 map uh, in addition to ODST. So they're going to, I don't know if it was already in the works that they were going to do it, but they announced it along with this as kind of a good, a goodwill gesture towards fans. Yeah, I think it's very interesting. Um, I I think it's I think it's very interesting because I don't know if it was in the works or if they're gonna 
if they're just starting this now after all the problems, but I mean, I don't know, Do would fans prefer to get this, or do you think fans would really prefer that, because I mean, there's going to be some work that needs to be put into releasing, adding an entire new game to this collection of games. I would, my personal opinion would be like, why, why not spend that time and resources on Halo 5? Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, I think it's a goodwill or a, it's just a sign towards all the people who bought this game that they do know that something went wrong and they're trying to fix it somehow. Yeah. So, yeah, I would agree. Focus everything on Halo 5. Just make that the best experience possible. Um, At the same time, I don't know what you could really do to remedy the situation. Uh, As a person who purchased it digitally, uh, pre-ordered it, um, I don't know really what would make me happy. Uh, A lot of people are more... They're a lot more volatile towards the situation. I... I'm a laid-back guy. If it doesn't work, whatever, I'll play something else. Um, but a lot of people are really upset about the whole situation, contacting uh, you know, Microsoft, trying to get their money back, trying to return an open game, and just creating all kinds of hassle with different uh, retailers because it doesn't work. Um, but in my opinion, it'd be nice if they maybe credit us you know, 20 bucks. Credit us 20 bucks to the Microsoft Store. That's all you really got to do. Um, in my opinion, I don't, I don't think that that's too much to ask or too much to do in the, for the situation though. I agree, but they did it their way and I mean, it's still more content, so mm-hmm. that's always good. More is good, right? Absolutely. All right. You are ready to move into some entertaining thoughts? Sure. All right. Uh, I think, well, you know, with the Sony hack, some interesting news actually came out of, you know, a lot of documents were released. But I think one of the more interesting things for uh, Marvel movie fans and Spider-Man movies is that there is still a possibility that Spidey might uh, make his way over to Marvel. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think, what do we think about what would happen? What would Marvel, what could Marvel do with uh, Spidey and how awesome would it be? <laughs> it would be crazy awesome. And I'll tell you why. Marvel knows how to make movies, right? Uh, Sony has demonstrated as of late that they really don't know how to cater to the fans as well as Marvel does. Uh, and just the fact that their writing is not up to to up to what a lot of the Marvel movies have done recently. Um Last or this year, we saw Amazing Spider-Man two, and we also saw Captain America, and we saw Guardians of the Galaxy. If you rate those movies one, two, three, which one's your third? Well, I didn't see Spidey two, so no. Well, there you go. And I think that says a lot. I just I wasn't the trailers didn't look that fun to me, and I was just over. I mean, yeah, Marvel movies. I'm there day one, but. This I it took me a long time to see the reboot the of a couple of years ago with Andrew Garfield. It took me quite a while to see the that, and then I liked it. It was you know whatever. That's just it. It's a whatever movie. It's a, mm-hmm. you know it's fun. But. Not really. It it it's not an event. All the Marvel movies seem to be an event. Ever since Iron Man, really, everything has been up to a level where 
you would have a group of people to go see it. You get I don't know about you, but I have a guy, a group of people that we all text each other like, "Hey, you can go see it tonight." Yeah, whatever. Um, and we have maybe six or eight of us that'll all meet up to go see a movie. Um, Marvel makes that happen. All the movies that come up from that side of things are are doing that. Uh, we went and saw um, what's that uh, X Men Days of Future Past as well. Uh, that same group, and we we didn't all go see Spider Man together. Um, and it wasn't because that we didn't you know have the little the text chain going. Are we going to go see it tonight? It was more because some went, some didn't. Some just weren't very interested in the whole premise. Uh, the reviews came out before the movie came out, you know, and they weren't that great. So they weren't. They didn't want to go see it for the, the premium cost of the ticket. They were going to wait until a matinee, um, which that, for the group of people that goes to see that movie with me, speaks volumes, you know what I mean? But if it was done by Marvel... I think that they would be able to knock it out of the park. I hope that if if they ever would get the license back, they skip the whole origin story. We know how Spider-Man came to be, right? I know Stanley's rule of every comic is somebody's first, so you got to kind of tell what's happening for anybody who just picked up a comic for the first time. But like the origin of Batman, the origin of Superman, we all know how they came to be. I don't. I would like to see Marvel take the step that if they got Spider-Man, just insert him in some t- uh, somehow to the universe, and you don't have to do the whole background. Maybe just a two-second thing. Tony Stark says, "Oh, hey, you're the kid that got bit by a spider, right?" <laughs> there you go. I like that idea. Uh, and I've actually I've heard a lot of people saying the same exact thing. If Marvel does get a hold of Spider-Man, um, I mean. The one of the, their biggest issues that they're they're gonna want to get him in Captain America three the Civil War movie and I would love that. if if this is all at this point who knows um, speculation but I think Sony is very pressured at this point to move them to Marvel and a lot of people are saying that you know Marvel could skip over the origin story and let's be clear Andrew Garfield is not going to be Spider Man if Marvel takes over. And I don't think mm-hmm. I. It's not his fault. He. I think he was a good Spider-Man. Actually, I enjoyed that first movie. Yeah, he was fine. But Marvel is just not going to do that. They're not going to be able to pull that off. It's going to be a new. It will be a new universe, but they won't tread over the same. Same story over and over and over again. So yeah, I agree with you. You know, Tony Stark says, you know, hey Spidey buddy, whatever. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Uh, I that would be so amazing if they got a hold of this character, because I I'm yeah, yeah. I even the Sam Raimi um, uh, Spider Man series or um, the trilogy, I mean those were all big events for me. I I know they weren't. That was kind of in the beginning of the comic book movie age, I think, and so people were still weren't expecting that Marvel quality yet. But I mean I those were big events for me. I love that trilogy just because it was you know one of the first uh good um, comic book movies and i'd like to get back to that excitement about spider-man mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm looking forward to seeing if they could ever maybe lease out the character or uh, maybe maybe sony could give rights n- not entirely back to marvel but maybe just license them out uh to be used for a movie so marvel has to pay sony for it you know but if 
if we could just get him into the cinematic universe, I think it would be really good because he's just been not a he hasn't been treated the way that he should be in the cinematic form. I don't think um, even though the Raimi films were for were good for the time, I think that Marvel could take him to where we are now and just put him up to that next level. Um, and even though Andrew Garfield wouldn't likely be Spider Man, I. I actually thought he was better than Tobey Maguire. I, I liked him better personally. Oh, yeah, I, I completely agree. I Just from what I've seen, I, I actually think that even Sony's not happy with Andrew for personal reasons or something, but I, I, I would like him to be the Spider-Man still. Cause I, he, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, I, you're, I agree he's better than Tobey was, but I don't know if it would happen. But yeah. um, what now here's another problem what villains would come with Spidey. So there's a lot of options that would come with Spider-Man, but I mean, you, you got to think that you'd have his big villains there, right? You would Doc Ock, uh, Venom eventually. You can't, you can't leave it in with him. Um, or Kingpin is one of the Kingpin. Okay. He's going to be in the daredevil and Netflix show. Um, and so that's going to be a nice thing to figure out. Uh, when that actually comes out, because you know Netflix is doing the four uh, Marvel cinematic TV shows, um, and it's it's going to be nice to to see how that all works out because they're going to have a kingpin there. Um, so when I think of uh, like the Sinister Six, um, and you look at all the different characters that are in there, uh, Mysterio would be a really interesting one for them to do as well. Um, but as far as the different characters that are available, or as far as villains go, I don't know. Um, I think that the Green Goblin, or the... Yeah, definitely the Green Goblin would be more of his Joker. So that's his big villain, is the Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, so you'd have to have him. I think Doc Ock would be another one, because there there's a really good story there between him being you know, his mentor and a teacher, and then him becoming a villain that hates Spider-Man, um, but likes Peter. I mean, that seems to be a theme, right? Norman likes Peter, hates Spider-Man. Um, a lot of his characters are that same way. But I'm looking forward to see if it ever comes to fruition, what it actually does do. Um, but I don't know if if it ever will, honestly. Yeah. Uh, we can we can hope and dream, I guess. Uh-huh. I I think with the the few documents that got released, we all got a glimmer of hope, and I think the a lot of people are saying maybe if we uh, scream and yell for it enough, they'll cave in and <laughs> give it give it to us. Because I mean, I mean at this point, that's what everyone wants. I mean, that's what almost every comic book fan wants. Uh-huh. So hopefully we can hopefully they do it. Yeah. And hey, so I know we're running low on time, so uh, if you got a few minutes, I was just wondering, since this will be the last podcast that we put out for this year, um, and maybe we could make this like a monthly thing, is kind of overview the next month's movies. Yeah. Uh, just kind of look at them and kind of say, give our shoot from the hip, th- hip thoughts. Um, so just go kind of go through some of the ones on here that are kind of uh, interesting. Um. So, interesting from my point of view, um, the movies that are coming out in January, uh, really there's only only one 
that stands out to me, and that's Taken 3. So, uh, I'll admit it that I will likely probably go see this movie, and I'm the problem, not the solution, because <laughs> this movie should have stopped after the first one. There shouldn't have been a 2, and there, heck not, shouldn't have been a 3. So, <laughs> I mean, I like Liam Neeson. I think, I think he's a good actor, um, and I think that the Taken movies probably kind of fill that the born void that's kind of left because there's no more uh, born movies recently. So, Taken Three is the the movie of January that would be my pick uh, that I would probably go see in the theater. Um, but at the same time, I have super low expectations for it. Um, there was a, a Saturday Night Live skit this last Saturday uh, because of the whole interview hack uh, North Korea thing. And they had a cold open with uh, Mike Myers as Dr. Evil. It was hilarious. If you haven't watched it, uh, check it out. But he was like basically saying, if you want to kill a movie, you don't hack the company and tell them not to release the movie. You just have the company move it to January. Because <laughs> uh, January, February, those are the graveyard yeah. times really for, for most movies. Um, there have been a few exceptions, but... For, for the most part, no one's going to see a movie in January very much. In February, all you really have are the romance movies, but I think that Taken 3 will be interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I Yeah. <laughs> you are probably the problem, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, Taken movies, are they're all right. They're average. They're action movies. Um, I'm, I probably won't be interested in Taken 3 until it comes out on... Uh, have you seen the other two? I did see the other two. It took me a while to see Taken Two. I, I they are, they are enjoyable. I do enjoy them, but I I won't go see them in theaters. Yeah, the first one just it it impressed me enough to to see the second one, and then after I saw the second one, I was like, okay, hopefully we don't get another. And now Taken Three is coming out, so I know it's part of my problem. Yeah, I understand. Um, the only other movie that I kind of think looks interesting is Black Hat. Um, have you seen any trailers for that one? Mm-mm. It's got Chris Hemsworth, uh, you know, Thor. So, mm-hmm. not, and he's a good actor. And um, It's got Viola Davis, too. She's going to be um, in the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, it's a Michael Mann movie directed. and He has some decent movies. But it's a, it looks like another action thriller, and uh, you know, involving hacking and stuff like that. So I think that looks interesting. Uh, kind of in mm-hmm. the same vein as Take Three, honestly. So maybe I should, you know, it, they're kind of maybe that's the January releases, you know, the action movies. Mm-hmm. So that looks that looks kind of interesting to me. But yeah, Jan- this is really a dead month. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm looking at the list now. I I can't get excited about any of these. Um, you know, Giant Depths in some ridiculous Mordecai movie. Uh, I don't, well, I think it looks ridiculous. I don't know. Maybe it's just got Giant Depp in it. I'm... It's kind of an interesting cast, though. That's the only thing I can say about yeah. that. Johnny Depp. You got Ewan McGregor, Olivia Munn, Aubrey Plaza, Oliver Pratt, Gwyneth Paltrow, Paul Bettany, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. You got a lot of a lot of good characters <laughs> or good actors in there. But... Uh, yeah, it's an action comedy, so we'll see. I, Johnny Depp's what? As soon as I see his name lately, I'm, eh, you know, 
he hasn't done it for me lately. I think he has yeah. a heyday with um, the Pirates movies, and I always feel like he's trying to play the same character now, and then I'm over it, but... He's kind of been typecast, though, so I don't think he's necessarily trying to play the same character. I think people are writing roles for him specifically as uh, Jack Sparrow, pretty much. Uh, very... It's like, oh, play, play this like Jack Sparrow, or do this like Jack That's Sparrow. That's true. And then he's probably like, oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. He, I mean, he, he was a great act. I always thought he was a great actor before, and I guess in those movies, yeah, you, you might be right, because he just got in, not maybe not a fault of his own, just stuck in the same uh, thing, so. Yeah, and I did enjoy him in The Lone Ranger. I'm probably in the way minority in that, but I actually, I I, I like that movie. Um, I didn't see it in the theater because it just had such a bad reception, uh, but I, I did rent it later on and watched it, uh, and I, I enjoyed that movie. I thought it was actually pretty good. It was definitely worth a viewing. Um, and Johnny Depp kind of plays uh, the Native American version of Jack Sparrow in it <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But um, you can definitely see the similarities in there. But I thought it was a pretty good movie. Uh, and he did pretty good in that. Yeah, I never I didn't get the chance to check that out. But um, I might one of these days. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's all we got coming out for January um, in the movie theaters. However, maybe you don't want to go to the movie theater. Maybe you just want to stay home and watch a movie. Might I recommend a little bit of James Bond? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I think I'm getting ready to uh, do a little spree of watching lots of James Bond movies, um, particularly the Daniel Craig movies. I, uh, with Spectre coming out later this year, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think we should kind of go through them again. and I might analyze a little more and maybe look for signs of where they're heading with Spectre. Because I, obviously, I, I never, I'm not a huge 007 fan or, I mean, I, I am a fan, but I just, I've never seen the older movies. So I have no idea what Spectre is or this who that villain is, but I think it'd be interesting to look for little clues here and there in the first three movies with Daniel Craig. Yeah. Watch it with the eye for the secret organization. Yeah, okay. So, that, I mean, that makes sense. There there always seems to be a mysterious third party that's in play in most of the movies. and uh, uh, Yeah, we're going to go through. I'm going to start with Casino Royale, and uh, I'm going to be watching that in the next week, and I think we'll have a fun discussion about that next week. Yeah, so uh, for next week's episode, uh, we're going to watch Casino Royale, the Daniel Craig movie, um, and then just kind of go more in depth into that and just kind of talk about it a little bit. Uh, I'm going to try to forget uh, Quantum of Solace and Skyfall a little bit because I know you said I don't think you've seen Skyfall, but have you seen Quantum? I've seen both, actually. I Yeah. Oh, you've seen both? I, okay. I wasn't as big on Quantum. Um, I was, I mean, huge fan of Skyfall. I, I was blown away by that movie. And uh, I'll be excited to actually watch that to discuss it again. But yeah, Quantum's going to be the big one that I'm not as familiar with. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll start with Casino and uh, keep my eyes open for anything uh, fishy and fun. And we'll move forward from that. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. That should be pretty, pretty entertaining. Um, but I think that about does it for us this week. Uh, a little bit of a... Uh, I guess it's not much of a quicker show. We're still about an hour. But uh, 
want to just thank everybody for listening again. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, uh, you can do so at Entertaining Pod, um, and you'll see that as we we record this on Saturday, uh, we actually posted up a uh, contest to get a free code for Assassin's Creed Black Flag for Xbox One. Uh, to uh, enter for that, I just needed to retweet uh, the uh, tweet there and then follow Entertaining Pod. And then you'd be able to interact with us with the show. Uh, please ask us questions and stuff. But you'd also be entered in for uh, winning that uh, Assassin's Creed Un- Assassin's Creed Black Flag code. So uh, again, that's follow us at Entertaining Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can also email us at that's entertaining at gmail dot com. Uh, we really encourage community interaction. So if you have any questions, have any comments, thoughts. Feel free to shoot them over. We'll uh, look at them and analyze them, maybe even bring them up on the show. Uh, and definitely, if you have any ideas or any critical feedback, we like to hear that too. Uh, so please feel free to reach out to us. Absolutely. And uh, we're always looking, you know, we just got up on iTunes this week, and we love reviews, um, and we'll be looking forward to all that good feedback. Yep. So uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Sith Nightmare. And Justin, I know you're on Twitter too. Yep, you can find me at jpicky86, J-P-I-C-K-Y 86. Cool. So again, we thank you all for listening. Next week we'll be talking about Bond and other entertaining things. So that'll do it for us this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you.